Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly mindful look at life and finances with a twist. I'm your girl, Richie, and y'all, this is the... Nope, no, it's not. I was going to tell y'all this is the last episode before I take my break. Dig, one more week. This is episode 24. <laughs> y'all don't know. I'm ready to take this break. And for those of y'all that are probably wondering, what's she talking about? Yes, I am taking a break. Next week will be the last episode for two weeks. Then I'm going to bring the podcast back on September 10th. I know it's a Thursday, but I'm doing that in honor of my mom. The podcast will still drop every Wednesday, but I am taking a break. Y'all know I already did the mental health episode that talks about taking a pause. I need to take a pause, y'all. I want to make sure that I read think everything. I get the topics right. I want to make sure that I'm bringing y'all stuff that y'all actually want to hear. So just to let y'all know, next week is the last episode and then I'm taking a break for two weeks. So I don't want y'all looking around talking about where she at. She didn't stop the podcast. Uh Uh-uh. While I'm gone, listen to all the other episodes. Share, 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 share. Still listen, 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 listen. And we'll be good to go. But last week on the Be Happy Because Buying Things Doesn't Equal Happiness episode, I talked about ways that you can get to know yourself and find out or actually define what your happiness is outside of monetary things, things that you have to purchase. And also looking at your emotions, writing those emotions down, and then finding something else that you can do other than spending money when you're exhibiting those emotions. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back, listen to it. All of the episodes are under 25 minutes, so go on back and listen to it. I try to make sure that I am making things that are good for everyone's attention span just in case because I'm one of those people that I listen to two, three-hour podcasts. I'm one of those type of people, okay? But I know my audience, (laughs) y'all like 25 and under, so go on, check that one out if you haven't listened to it already, but we're going to go ahead and jump into our Mindful Money Moment. And for those of y'all who are new to the podcast, what I do is... Is I take a song title as the music inspiration for the topic that we're going to talk about. And so today's music inspiration title comes from Juvenile, his song Bounce Back, and it's the Get You Some Insurance episode. Y'all like that? Get You Some, right? (laughs) And so I've been wanting to talk about insurance for a long time, but I'm not going to take a deep dive into it today. We're just going to talk about it as a whole. And so I'm going to start with What is insurance? For the most part, it's just the means of protection from any type of financial loss. So it manages the risk of things, basically. So let's think about all the different types of insurance. You got health insurance, dental insurance, car insurance. Then if you have a car, you got GAP. Um, tire insurance, mechanical breakdown, life insurance, homeowners insurance, renters, travelers, pets. It's a bunch of insurances out there. Okay. And so I know lots of people hear that you should have insurance, but I wanted to talk about that a little bit just because I'm an older millennial. And so I don't think growing up, I really knew the true value of what insurance did and how it really can help you. And so I want to talk about a couple of these insurances, not all of them, because I don't have all of them. 
Well, I got most of them, but I don't have all of them. And so I wanted to just talk about the ones that have been real impactful in my life. And so I wanted to first talk about health insurance. So my kids, I have older kids. And so my son just turned 15. And so when I had him, I had insurance. I told y'all I was married to a military man and we had TRICARE insurance, which pays for everything. Okay. Every single thing. And so when I had my son way back in 2005, I remember receiving a bill. So I had a C-section and I remember receiving a bill in the mail, right? And C-sections, of course, cost way more than a natural birth. Maybe not way more, but they cost more. Okay, y'all get what I'm saying. So I received the bill and I remember it was like almost $15,000 and I opened that up like, whoo, child, who is this for? Okay. And it was like, oh, this is not a bill, but they decided that they wanted to show me how much the insurance paid for it. I'm like, look, check, <laughs> listen, I don't need to see how much the insurance is paying off. And so that was the first time that I recognized, oh, okay, because of insurance, I didn't have to pay for this bill. And so I'll fast forward a little bit. Um, back in the day, I'm going to say like growing up, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all. So growing up, I didn't have dental insurance. And so I didn't get dental insurance until I was grown. And because of that, I had some things that needed to be done. Luckily, I wasn't like a cavity kid or rotten teeth or things of that sort. And so when I finally did get dental insurance, um, I had, I got some good dental insurance and I needed to have some things done. And that was the difference between me having to pay money versus not having to pay money because I had that insurance. And I always used to have double dental insurance because that was when I was married, not married now, but that was when I was married. And so I used to keep double insurance just to make sure I didn't have to come out of pocket for anything. Okay. So y'all kind of see where I'm going. Also, another example talking about like, say when you have a car, you have to get insurance on that car. And so for the most part, you'll get liability or you'll get full coverage depending on how you finance the vehicle. If it's a new vehicle, of course, you get full coverage. If it's an older vehicle, you can get liability in some cases. And so a lot of this may sound a little foreign to y'all. You're going to have to look up some of these things, but you know, just keep up. But um, when you have that insurance, also there's something called gap insurance. So Everybody needs gap insurance, no matter what you think you got in the bank, how much money you think you have, everybody needs gap insurance on their cars when you first get one. And right when you're sitting there at the fine, when you're financing that vehicle, you need to have it. And so what gap insurance covers, because lots of people are unaware of what it actually covers, it's that gap between what the vehicle is worth at the time, say, if it happens to be wrecked versus how much you owe on your financing for the vehicle with whatever financial institution is with. So because I've been in the financial industry for 14 years, I've seen so many people say, I don't want to get gap insurance because at the time they think, oh, this costs too much. And that's what we think about insurance. so, you know, sometimes we'll be like, oh, that, that costs too much. I don't need that. But then something happens, you know, and we're at a point in life we're probably all grown enough for the people who listen to this podcast, grown enough to know that it's not if, it's when something happens. And so gap insurance is a definite, you should just have it on your cars because if you don't and you get into a wreck and you owe money on that vehicle and you still have that 
money that you have to pay on that vehicle if it's totaled. So if you financed it with a company, so say you have a vehicle, it gets into a wreck and it's totaled. You finance that vehicle. If you don't have gap insurance, you still have to pay this financial institution all that money and you don't have a car no more. Okay. But if you have gap insurance, it pays all of that off to your finance company, right? I know it's a great benefit, but lots of people still miss out on that great benefit because they think, oh, it costs too much in the beginning. And that's what a lot of people do with when it comes to insurance. And so also mechanical breakdown. I know when you go to the dealerships and they're selling all of these high expensive warranties, y'all, I mean, expensive warranties. That's the reason why you got to look into and see what these warranties actually do. You know, what the mechanical breakdown is, what that all deals with. Like, so if my vehicle break down, what all do it really do? So you could determine if that's something you want to get, then you can try to negotiate the price or you could look around. So like I tell y'all with me, when I first got my car, it's a six, it's a 2016. And so I ended up getting mechanical breakdown, my warranty through my insurance company, through Geico. Some insurance companies will offer you, wherever you have car insurance, they will offer you some type of warranty that will cover your vehicle as it starts to get older. So that's just something for you to look out for. I'm just telling you just because I want y'all to look into that. And so then I want to go into tire insurance. I don't even know if y'all have ever heard of this before. So a couple of podcast episodes back, I talked to y'all about I had a flat tire. Remember I told you in the mental health episode, I had lost my mind. I was trying to go to Panera. I went outside to the garage and had a flat tire. I was like, ah, okay. Remember I said I wasn't worried about the tire because I had tire insurance. And so I got Pirelli's on my car. Like I ain't got no rims on there, but I got good tires. And so Pirelli's are pretty good tires. And so I paid about maybe 150 to 160 some odd dollars for these tires, but I got insurance on them. And so all I had to pay was $25 for them to replace the tire when I had that flat. And I keep insurance on my tires just because remember what I said, the definition of insurance is it is protection from any type of financial loss on whatever thing you have that insurance on. And so I hope y'all are getting, you know, those running things. I'm not having to pay a lot of money for these things or insurance covers to help you to not have to come out of pocket so much. You know, who wants to pay for something twice? That was the reason why I got tire insurance. And so just wanted to let y'all know that. And also back when when we're talking about car insurance, this was something that I learned the hard way. So when I first moved out here to California, I noticed that my windshield was getting chipped like all the time on 50. I don't know what it is about 50. My windshield was always getting chipped. And so that was pissing me off. And so I didn't know the difference between comprehensive insurance and collision. Now you have both of them on your car insurances, right? And what the comprehensive is, is any type of damage that happens, you know, on the exterior of the car that you didn't cause, that wasn't caused due to you being in a collision, right? So I was on the highway and all of these chips kept hitting my windshield and my windshield would break. And I grew up knowing that my deductible was supposed to be $500. Now, I didn't even know that the deductible went underneath $500, okay? And so after that happened and I had that $500 and then I ended up paying like $300 to get the windshield fixed because it was cheaper to just pay 
uh, whatever that company, windshield company it is, I paid them $300 some odd dollars for them to fix the windshield versus me paying that $500 deductible. What I end up researching was comprehensive just to see what all it covers. And I was like, oh, that covers windshield. Okay, cool. How much does my deductible need to be for me so it could be affordable just in case if something happens? So what I end up doing was deducting. I didn't know that I can do this. I made my comprehensive deductible $50. Now, my policy was a little higher, not too much higher, but I made that deductible $50 instead of $500 because I kept having windshield dents, like not dents, chips. And I was like, I cannot continue to keep paying all of this money. And of course, I can't be riding around looking a mess in my car. So I was like, we're going to have to go ahead and lower this deductible. So I lowered it to $50. And so every single time after that, I was just paying $50. So I'm just trying to make sure y'all seeing all the savings that's going on. And that was because I lowered that comprehensive deductible to that $50. So when I got a windshield ding or anything like that, it was $50. Now, check this out. I didn't know that comprehensive also covered if something were to hit your vehicle, say, while you're just driving, right? So I was on 50. I don't know what. Some about 50, y'all. I was on 50, a piece of metal just came out of nowhere and scratched up the front of my car, right? And I, I don't have no scratches on this thing, okay? This, uh, my Impala is together, okay? And it messed up that front um, bumper part of my vehicle. And so I didn't know that that was comprehensive because something flew, it was debris on the highway, flew at my vehicle. I only had to pay $50 to get this thing fixed, okay? So y'all better catch Y'all had to be catching all of these tips that I'm telling y'all about. So look into your car insurances, your comprehensive and your collision, making sure that you get a deductible that is affordable for you. Because like I said, you want to make sure you protect yourself. So that way you're not coming out of pocket when these things, because these things, cars especially, they will have problems. They will go wrong at some point in time. And you want to make sure that you have a deductible that's affordable. Okay, so want to move on to life insurance. This is a big one. There's still a lot of people who don't have life insurance, and I have no idea why. I know we don't like to talk about it, but it's a thing. It's going to happen. Okay, I'm just going to continue to say it to make everybody comfortable. <laughs> and so this is something that you need to have. And this was something that I learned about. I've told y'all on the podcast, I lost both my mother and my father. And to me, they were young. They were 59, both of them. One of them had life insurance. The other one didn't. One of them, it was easy to get everything done for their services. The other one, it wasn't. Okay. You don't want to be in those predicaments. Life insurance is cheap as hell. Okay. Look into it. If y'all working, make sure you have it with your jobs. Make sure you are getting those things together and letting other people know that you have that. So just in case, so that way they won't be burdened because I don't know if y'all know this, but it's expensive to die. Okay. And you just want to make sure that you got your coverages in order. So that's all I say about that. All right. Of course, if you got a home, you got your homeowner's insurance, but I want to move on to renter's insurance. Okay. And so at my house, I'm currently a renter just because I'm in Cali, y'all. Look, I'm trying to, the Lord is trying to bless me to purchase, but these prices got to come down. Okay. They just got to come down. Okay. And so 
I have renter's insurance. And so my son, when he was at school last school year and he rides his bike, somebody stole his bike. He didn't have it locked up. That was his fault. But he just thought that, you know, my bike was going to be cool because he had left it unlocked before. Someone stole his bike. I had no idea that because his bike is housed in my garage, I could file that on my renter's insurance, y'all. And let me tell you what, they reimbursed me for this bike, okay? So y'all need to look into, if you are a renter, look into renter's insurance and see what all it covers just because I don't know if everybody knew that because I definitely didn't know that. So if you have something stolen that's housed at your, in your garage or housed at your house, it can be reimbursed through your renter's insurance. And so I just wanted to talk about the different insurances. And of course, um, I just found out about traveler's insurance. For those of y'all, you know, if you're traveling, especially right now, that would have been good for a lot of people because lots of trips have been canceled. Also, pet insurance. I know all y'all pet lovers out there, make sure y'all have insurance for these pets because, you know, they unpredictable out here, okay? They basically like kids, okay? <laughs> but for the most part, I wanted to talk about insurances and just the ways that it can help you financially so you won't have to be coming out of pocket double just to maintain the things that you already have. You already purchased these things. Make sure you insure the things that you have so that you're able to sustain them. And you don't want to, like I said, just be paying out of pocket every single time something happens. And so why do you need insurance? Because I just told you shit happens. Get it. Okay. That's the reason why you need it. But the main point that I wanted y'all to take from me talking about them is making sure that you do your research, know what your policies say, know what your insurance is giving you just because all insurances aren't created equal, all companies aren't for you. So you just want to make sure that you're researching the companies. Like I change my car insurance. I don't change. I look up new car insurance quotes every six months. Geico just seems to keep my business because they always are lower. But I tell you what, soon as somebody be lower, I'll be like, uh, tuh, gone. I'm over here now. Okay. Just because I'm always for a deal. Also, I think I've said this before on one of the podcast episodes for my car insurance. I end up lowering that just because I'm working from home, you know, full time. I don't leave. I only go out probably like once or twice a week for the most part. And so I lowered my car insurance from 118 to about, I think it's like $69, $70 now. So just make sure that you are researching, you know what your policy has, what what's included in the policy, and just make sure that it's an affordable price for you. And just make sure you have insurance, okay? That's like just the main thing that I wanted y'all to take away is making sure that you have insurance and understand what your insurance policy covers. So this is going to take us right into the mindful financial self-care tip of the week. Go through all of your insurances. Go through all of the things that you have. Make sure that you have insurance on it. If you don't have a certain type of insurance that one of the things that I named earlier went through all of the different insurances, make sure you start researching it so that way you can obtain the insurances that you need and make sure you are paying attention to those policies, what the coverage looks like, so that way you can understand it and always shop around for good deals. So if that's something that you need to do, that's self-care. Saving money is always self-care, okay? Woo! 
That was a lot of information, y'all. All right, we went through it. So I got to let y'all know what I'm watching. Still watching P-Valley. Absolutely love this show. If y'all know anybody who produced this show, own this show, something. Okay, they need to send me the episodes now. Okay, I absolutely love this show. My girl Reese, she was watching it first and my little sister was watching it. And I was like, nah, I don't need no another show to watch. You know how people do. No, I can't fit that in. That was me at first. Until I watched it, child, that's a guilty pleasure of mine right now. Okay, so P-Valley... Still watching the shot. It's getting so good. Oh, my God. They finally found Keisha. I'm just, like, loving it, okay? And if you don't know what that means, that means you got to watch the show. <laughs> Other than that, y'all, it's been a great episode. Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. If you're not following me, make sure you check out the podcast page on IG at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. And y'all, that's all I got. Ain't got no more in the words of one of my favorite YouTubers. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.